Love Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to the Success Design. I'm your host, Beth Shankel Anderson, and I'm absolutely delighted that you could join me for my inaugural episode. Yes, this is the first episode of the Success Design. First of all, I'd like to thank Janet Powers with DivaToolbox.com and Blog Talk Radio for making this show possible. If it weren't for uh, Janet Powers and, and my uh, inspiration, the, the inspiration that I felt toward her, I never would have had the courage to contact her about putting this show on the air. So thank you to her vision and thank you to her inspiration, and I'm very excited to get started today. One of my favorite ways to start my day is with a quote. So I'm going to start each of my shows with a quote, which I'm going to call the motivational minute, because each of these quotes, I believe a, a quote should somehow propel you forward in life, should somehow make things seem a bit more clear. It should distill a concept down to its, its very core. So one of my favorite quotes is by Eleanor Roosevelt, and I wanted to use this quote on my first radio show just because I believe that it encapsulates all I want to share with you. The quote is, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And I think that is absolutely true because the people that are here, that last the longest, that that will be here in the future, believe right now how beautiful their future can be through the dreams they have. And I hope that that over the course of this radio show that I get to know some of your dreams. I hope that we have some great chat sessions and some great call-in sessions. And I certainly hope that I can inspire you with some of the dreams that I have. And I also love this quote because it's exactly what my goal is with this radio show. I want to show you the beauty of your dreams and how with hard work you can achieve your dreams and live life to its fullest potential. My topic today is building blocks from poor success, and you probably saw this on my homepage, but I wanted to let you know that the notes that I've used to prepare today's show, they come from a speech from the late Jim Rohn. It's a speech that he gave about success and failure. If you're not familiar with Jim Rohn or his work, he was quite an extraordinary individual. He was a personal development coach, a motivational speaker. He was a prolific author of many works, many CDs, many, many speeches. He was a prolific author of his speeches. Um, from what I can see, the, the, the most of his work came from standing before a body of people and really giving, giving it his all. He passed away late last year, but his legacy will live on in infinity. In infinity. His lecture provided the perfect building blocks for this show, and I wanted to share with you his suggestions for success, and to let you know how we are going to use this information to catapult us into our own personal success. He named 15 building blocks in this lecture, and what I'm going to do is split up the lecture between today's show and next week's show. And I'm going to do that so that, number one, today's show doesn't run too long, and it'll give you a... a um, It'll give you a chance to really absorb what I'm saying because sometimes if you sometimes if you have too much information you don't you don't quite absorb what what the information wants you to absorb for lack of a better term. What happens is when you when you hear something your subconscious mind is thinking about it. And I want our subconscious minds to think about the first eight and then next week when we go into the, the last seven, hopefully something will really click and something will really really jive with you. 
Um, as I said, we're going to be working with many of these concepts over the next several weeks, if not months. So I want you to take notes and join me on the chat next week. I think I will open up the uh, the chat next week. And that way we can chat about all 15 building blocks and what you think about them. Um, and next week, it'll be next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time again. Okay, so let's get started. Again, we're going to cover the first eight building blocks, and then we'll continue to study Mr. Rohn's philosophy next week. Well, I'm going to share with you some of the things that he said to preface his lecture on what he called success and failure. The first, the first premise is, if you will change, everything will, ch will change for you. Now think about that for a minute. If you change one thing, everything in your life can change for your benefit. Now, I'll give you example, an example. Recently, I started running. And I started running just, just a little bit, 10, 15 minutes, and I've gradually increased. Well, the, just from changing one thing, Everything has changed for me. My, my health is better. Um, I, my blood pressure is, is, is near an athlete's. And I was, I was, you know, very, very pleased with that, that. I started exercising very vigorously about a year ago and then started running. And, you know, and my doctors are telling me, wow, you know, you can really tell. So that's one thing I've changed. Another thing I've changed is I've started writing in my journal once in the morning and once in the afternoon. And when I say, well, I'm sorry, once in the morning, once in the in the evening before I go to bed at night. And when I say writing, I don't mean a, a lot of writing. I mean just a few sentences about how I'm feeling, and I also write an affirmation. And trust me, we will go over affirmations, and you will learn a lot about affirmations. So that's something else I've changed, and I've noticed that it has, it's, it's almost calmed my life. When I write my affirmation for for the day, such as, you know, today I am feeling great and everything is going my way, I really start to believe it. And that's another change I made is in my journaling. And we'll discuss that in, in the coming weeks and months for certain. But, for example, changing your philosophy. Jim Rohn suggests you do something easy, something easy that comes to you, something that might, might easily come to you might be hard for me. One thing that comes easy for me is writing. I love to write. I, I've, I've actually been lucky enough to be published a couple of times through a lot of hard work and, and some luck that my, uh, my topics were, were right on target. And that comes easy to me. Now, some people, that doesn't, it doesn't come easy to. Something that may come easy, easier to you might be something um, like painting or something very, very creative where, um, where you know, that's, uh, that's your talent as opposed to it not being someone else's talent. So do something easy. But it must be something that you work hard at, but it comes easy to you. Now, if you think about that, you're going, that's, that is an equation for success. If you're good at something, you work really hard at it, and, you know, and it's something that, that's very unique, very unique to you, you're going, you're going to be a success. To me, that's the combination of success. And I'm going to read that again. Do something easy, something that you must work hard at, but it comes easy to you. That equals success. It's easy not to work. And don't fall into this pit because it's very, very easy for me to say, no, I'm not running today. It's too cold outside. Even though I live in Florida, it's been really cold the past probably six weeks. And it's been very hard to get motivated to run. 
And it is a very easy pit to fall into, to not do my writing, to not write every day to keep myself sharp. It's very, very easy to fall into that pit. Remember that things, the things that are easiest to do are easy not to do. For instance, it's easy, it's easy for me now to run for, for 15 or 20 minutes, but it's also easy for me not to. It's easy for me to, to open my journal in the morning and spend about five or ten minutes writing and thinking about my day and the affirmations I want to make. It's also very easy for me not to. Um, I have this actually written in my notes in all bold that Jim, Jim Rohn shares with me and all of his other listeners that neglect becomes an infection and then it is disease. If I neglect my writing, if I neglect my running, if I neglect my health, first it becomes an infection can't get rid of it and I you know you you try and you say you're going to run the next day and then you don't and then it becomes a disease and then it becomes perpetual it's very 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 hard to overcome so if it's easy to do just go ahead and do it you know that that's been the uh, the catchphrase since you know especially the 80s is just do it I think everybody knows where that comes from well it's true J- just get up and do it get up do, do your writing get up do your running so with that said, let's begin the first eight of the 15 building blocks. And that should make this show around 15 to 20 minutes today, which is about what I aimed um, to get. I didn't want to bombard you with too much information, but I certainly hope you'll come back and listen to this. Um, the first building block, which let me read slowly so you can write it down, is to review your performance. Always do more than you get paid for to make an investment for your future. And how I heard this said to me was, if you're in a job that you don't like, don't just get by. Do more than you than you have to. First of all, it might make you like, like your job more if you take on more responsibility, even responsibility that no one else wants to take on. And also, it'll get you noticed, might get you a better job, it might get you in front of the right people. If you if say you know you're you you write uh, for instance um, I'm also a lawyer and I wrote um, a piece on the new Administrative Procedures Act here in Florida when I was working at um, when I was working as a lawyer here at a um, at one of the uh, government agencies well that put me in front of some some people that that really noticed that even though I'd only been there for a short amount of time that really noticed that I was a good writer and they gave me a lot better assignments now I was you know that that is uh, that is just one example of what you can do but if you're in any job if you give it your all at the very least you'll get good references and you know you might get um, get uh, someone to notice you who wouldn't have noticed you had you not put in the effort so let's let's review that again it's called review your performance always do more than you get paid to do to make an investment in your future Okay, moving on to number two. Face your fears. This one's a hard one, but I like. I, there's a quote, and I'm not sure who said it, but I really like it about fear. It's called, what we resist persists, which means what we resist to do, what we don't want to do, that phone call we don't want to make, that person we don't want to see, the more we resist it, the more the pain, the agony, the anguish over the situation persists. So face your fears and conquer them by trying 
to face the reason for your fears. Why are you scared to talk to that person? Why are you per- scared to pick up the phone? If you if you really delve into your fears and realize what's going on, you you more than likely are going to see that your fears are the basis for your fears is not quite as strong as you thought it was. So remember what we resist persists. The more we resist our fears, the more we run away, the, the stronger they're going to be. Whereas if you just pick up the phone after you listen to me talk and you, you call that person or you go in and you meet with that person, you are going to feel so much better and you're going to be able to move on. Because I believe that when you're stuck in fear, you, you're not able to move on, obviously, and therefore the, the doors that could be opening for you are slammed shut. Okay, so that was number two, face your fears. Number three is exercise your willpower. And here I have it written as a note that says change a little or a lot, but exercise your willpower. Make yourself get out there and exercise and run. Make yourself write in your journal. Make yourself read um, a really good self-help book. Where I would start is Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich or Jack Canfield's The Success Principles. Those are both excellent books they especially jack canfield's uh book provides a bibliography at the end which will help you even go from there deciding what you want to read so exercise your willpower change a little bit or a lot but do something to change because everybody can change something in their lives for the better that was number three exercise your willpower number four is admit your mistakes admit your mistakes to yourself and to others that can be really difficult, and I, I can certainly empathize with someone who doesn't want to admit their mistakes because sometimes your mistakes have some validity. But if you admit your mistakes to yourself especially, the most important thing you can do is learn from them. And when I've said, you know, I really screwed that up, I should have handled that situation better, or I should have written that memorandum better, I have learned so much more than, than, than staying you know, gripping on to my excuse, which is, oh, uh, it was the, you know, I'm right. It was the best I can do, I, you know, and, and, and keep, and, and the more I keep holding steadfast to my excuse, uh, the more I stay stuck. So go ahead and admit your mistakes, and you will, you will be the better person for it, and you will have learned a lot more for it. Number five is to refine your goals. Let me repeat number four for you again. It's admit your mistakes to yourself and to others. Refine your goals is number five. That's the fifth building block. That means that your goals of today may not be the goals of yesterday. My goals from a year ago, from today, were, were somewhat different than they are today. I'm constantly, I'd say every month, I'm refining my goals in a different direction. And what it does is it shows that you're actively in charge of your future. Remember that, actively in charge of your future. I'm actually going to write that down. Actively in charge of your future by refining your goals. Because you're telling yourself where you want to go. It's kind of like a compass guiding a ship, and the ship corrects slightly to make sure that it, it, it arrives at the port that it wants to arrive in. If you're just going through life, well, hopefully you have some goals, but if you're going through life without goals or without really refining your goals, then you may end up somewhere that you don't want to be. Next one 
is number six. Number five was refine your goals. Number six is believe in yourself and that tomorrow will be better today. The the gist of number six is be optimistic. There isn't a successful pessimist out there. I'd like to meet him. And the person that pretends to be a pessimist but he's really successful, I'd like to bet is truly an op an optimist on the inside. He just is a pessimist for potentially, you know, publicity or because that's the role he thinks he or she needs to play. But be optimistic about life. Be optimistic about when you get up in the morning, what the day is going to bring. Be optimistic when you're driving. I know sometimes when you're driving it can be, you know, you're, you're angry at everyone on the road and people are going slow and people are going too fast and people are passing you and you're trying to pass people. But if you are are able to be optimistic about your day, your goals, your friends, your family, you're going to see the good in everything. And everything, almost everything, has good in it. And if you can see that good, you, you're you going to be more in tune. You're going to be able to, 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 to grab onto that good and to have it take you to a better place in life. So that's number six, be optimistic. We have two more left before we close the show for today. We'll pick it up with number nine when we start the show next Wednesday. So number seven is ask for wisdom. This creates answers to our questions and challenges us. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. I absolutely love that quote from Jim Rome. Ask for wisdom. Ask it from everybody, your boss, your coworkers, your subordinates, your friends, your family, husband, wife, children. Ask for wisdom. Say, how can I do this better? What can I do to make our relationship better? But don't wish things were easier. Wish that you were getting better. Don't don't wish that, oh, I wish this was easy. Don't wish, oh, I shouldn't have to go through this. Just say, if I were a better person, if I knew more, if I were better, I could get through this. So remember that. Number seven, ask for wisdom. Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. And we'll close the show with number eight, which is conserve your time and be very jealous with your time. I remember hearing that phrase once and thinking that was very good. Be very jealous with your time. Be very careful who you spend your time with if you and what you spend your time, time uh, doing. If it's a waste of your time, you, you have lost an opportunity for self-growth. If you, if you go to some meeting that you really don't want to go to, I know it's an after-hours sort of thing that someone's invited you to, but you really want to be with your family, then be with your family. But be sure to conserve your time and don't just squander it. There's, um, there's a line that says, do not squander time. That's the stuff life is made of. So believe that it's from the movie Gone with the Wind, and it's written on a sign. I remember thinking that is so true. The more you squander time, the more you're squandering your life. So I hope that you have enjoyed your time with me today. We've, the show's ran about 20 minutes, which is what I was aiming for. We're, um, we're going to run about the same next time, next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then after that, I'll open up the chat session and the call-ins, and I'll answer any questions, and we can uh, go from there by uh, finishing out the last six building blocks for success. So again, thank you to Janet Powers with DivaToolbox.com and BlogTalkRadio.com. This is your host, Beth Schenkel Anderson, and the program is The Success Design, and I'm signing off for this Wednesday show, Wednesday, March 10th. Have a great Wednesday. Bye.